Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tokyo on Fire. One week ago, Nobuteru Ishihara replaced Akira Amari as the fiscal and economic minister in the Abe cabinet. This was really unexpected. It's created a lot of problems, actually a plethora of things that were unexpected for the prime minister. I'd like to get into those a little bit deeper. Today joining me once again is Michael Chuchek. Thank you, Michael. It's great to be here. Uh, Nobuteru Ishihara, he comes from, a, a, he's got a good pedigree in Japanese politics. His father was the governor of Tokyo. He became a member of the parliament. Nobuteru came in and he served at the same time that his father was serving. His father has since retired. He is a strong member of the LDP. He's got a lot of credibility. He's thrust into this position. It's really creating a lot of issues, don't you think? It's creating a lot of issues because he's been identified previously as a fiscal hawk, mm -hmm. as someone who believes that the debt and the deficit need to be addressed, which is basically exactly the opposite of the way that the government has been running the economy since Mr. Abe became prime minister. Abenomics is based on a loose fiscal policy, on very loose monetary policies, and to have Mr. Ishihara come in and take over the role of spokesman for Abenomics is really something that's going to have to, it's going, we'll have to see how it works out. It was really just a, a tremendous explosion, something unexpected. Over a span of two weeks, Boon reported on the allegation of the minister taking political donations that were perhaps a little bit beyond what a political donation should have been. He admitted that in front of the Diet and resigned uh, Friday of last week. Well, what it seems to be is that he needed a week to think about the charges that were made in the magazine because, to his understanding, he had done everything correctly. And it seems that, at least for him, he really did. He did take cash personally from this construction company, but he immediately had it recorded as proper political donations and sent to the proper offices and properly recorded. Right. Where the problem came out was in a, a 5 million yen cash deposit that was made at his office to a member of his staff. Mm -hmm. And that staff member recorded only a 2 million yen uh, donation and then spent 3 million yen on something. Right. Without any recording. That is truly a violation of the political funds control law. And... Mr. Amari had to admit that's what happened, and I'm resigning. Right. Well, he apologized for that. He took responsibility for what his his political staff did. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's not a good excuse, but yes, you have to watch. You know the people that you hire, and in fact, to the prime minister's credit, he also took responsibility for Mr. Amari. He said, "I I asked him to join my cabinet. I stand behind that decision. The fact that he had to resign, it's on my book." Yeah, and everybody seems to have behaved according to what should happen in the case of a political funding scam. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a resignation, a taking of responsibility, even though it was not directly the, the person of, the, of the, uh, the diet member. Right. And, and, you, and diet members are liable for the actions of their staff. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that is a part of the law. Okay, yes. But everything has gone on the up and up. Bringing in Ishihara, however, that's Mr. again Mr. Abe's personal decision, and it's fraught. Mr. Ishihara represents Suginamiku in Tokyo, uh, he, which is uh, a well-to-do but not extremely wealthy uh, suburb kind of situation. It's within the 23 wards, so it's supposedly in the core of the, of the city, but it's on the border between the core and, and the outskirts. It is really middle class and urban which means 
it's where the taxpayers are. Mm -hmm. So his view is very much formed by his electorate. And their view is fiscal conservatism, cut the budget, don't give money out to the regions where it's just wasted, save, save, save. And that's been the way he has presented himself. He's very close to his constituents. His father was very different. Father was a famous author, got into politics basically as a dilettante. He did, he was did it, you know, as part of his show. Right. And Mr. Ishihara Nobuteru has brothers, and they're basically on the same model as the father, basically political dilettantes. But he, of all of them, is the only serious politician. Right. And he's really close to his constituents. Uh, and that's the reason why he, in fact, is a faction member. Mm-hmm. His father was never the head of a faction, and none of his brothers will ever be. But he is in charge of not only his constituents, but a group of legislators inside the Diet who look to him for leadership and expect him to go forward. So Mr. Abe has picked this person who's a, who is from a different faction than himself and also who's a, whose uh, constituents are very different from Mr. Abe's. Mr. Abe's are out in Yamaguchi Prefecture. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard, I think, for Mr. Ishihara to make the transition. Well, the dynamics really here are so interesting because the role of uh, Mr. Amari initially was as one of the architects of Abenomics. I mean, he's, he's a Sterling professor of economics and, and in crafting this thing with Mr. Suga, with Mr. Aso, and with Mr. Abe, he's now gone, and filling that gap is really kind of a little bit of a stretch. And in fact, didn't the finance minister kind of bring that up in a press conference? He didn't bring it up. He, he completely cut Ishihara off at the knees. In the press conference, uh, he was asked about the new appointment, and he completely dissed him. He com- said, oh, he doesn't seem to really know much about fiscal and uh, economic policy. This is a guy who's written books on fiscal and economic policy and published them. Okay, Ishihara has. And, and Aso just completely shot him down. Aso, too, is a faction leader. He has his own leadership ambitions. Uh, but in terms of trying to present a unified cabinet, well, forget that. Right. Let's talk about this little, uh, this little triangle that's going on in the prime minister's office. Mr. Aso doesn't quite get along with Mr. Suga. Maybe that's putting it a little bit mildly. Mr. Amari was put plain as a kind of a go-between between them. He's not disliked by either one of them. He is now gone, and he'll probably be quiet for a couple of months, wouldn't you predict? I would say that he's going to be quiet as long as the criminal investigation goes on, and it has to go on, mm-hmm. because even though there seems to be ha- have been no bribery, the prosecutor's office has to still go through the files, has to go through the testimony, and it's going to take a long time. Now, Amari is not a faction leader. He is something of an independent voice and a close personal friend right. of Mr. Abe. So is Mr. Ishihara. But politically, possibly a, a uh, candidate for prime minister. Possibly, but since he's not a faction leader, uh, he's, he's not in the dynamics that we're in our discussing. This is a cabinet of faction leaders mm-hmm. so far. We have Mr. Aso, who's a cap, who's faction leader. We have Mr. Ishiba, who's a faction leader. Faction leaders get served. Right. In, in this particular cabinet. Amari was a different case, and he ha- had a broad mandate. I mean, he was he's not only, we're talking about Abenomics, what about TPP? No, exactly. He's the main negotiator for TPP. And that gap 
is going to be huge. This was supposed to be the session that discusses the legislation in support of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Right. The main architect of it on the Japanese side has stepped aside, and a person who has, was in none of the negotiations now has to defend mm -hmm. all the preparatory actions. That, I, if, if anyone who's looking at the TPP situation wants to have bad news, that's bad news. That is incredibly bad news because in the diet proceedings, it, they can, the opposition can insist, I want the minister to handle these questions. I don't want him to have it uh, addressed by his, his number two. Or, you know, or, a, or a bureaucrat. I don't want to hear the bureaucrats. I want to hear what the minister says. And the, the budget committee chairman or whatever committee it is, the, the chairman person will have to say, uh, sorry, can you get up and talk? It's going, to be, it's going to be awkward, and Mr. Ishihara is going to be absolutely dependent on the bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's well known that he was initially opposed to TPP, as were a lot of people in the LDP. It looks like, I mean, we had the same situation in the United States. Hillary Clinton was dead set against TPP, and now she's, she's well, back she's, she's, she's flipped around. She's, she's, who knows where she is right, right now? But, but that kind of flipping has, has gone on throughout TPP. Uh, deliberations, but it looks like TPP is on track. It will be executed, and but, it, but it'll be executed according to the bureaucrats, and it will not be pretty. It will be based on the fact that the ruling coalition has the numbers to pass the legislation, mm -hmm. but the arguments will not be convincing because the person making the arguments will be unfamiliar with what went on and why things are the way they are. Mm -hmm. You know why. What is, why is the, the, is this particular product controlled by this particular timetable? No background. He'll, right. he'll not be able to finesse the things the way that Mr. Amari was able to. Right. And I mean, we'll, we'll continue to watch this issue, but it's, it really will fully play out within the next, what, six or eight weeks, certainly eight weeks because the, the, um, agreement will be signed in, uh. Well, the agreement's going to be signed on the 4th, but, the legislation is going to take a long time. It was supposed to probably be done by the end of this legislative mm -hmm. session. I'm not holding my breath. Right. Just to step back a little bit, it's isn't it interesting that this this brouhaha with with Amari came about and he resigned um, just before the Ginuan elections? Yeah, it was all very fast and all very awkward. Uh, but the thing is, we had an inkling that Mr. Amari was ready to take a break. Mm -hmm. He has expressed, and, and he, 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 both he and Ishihara, they have similarities. They both went to Keio University, for example, which is, may have something to do with their mindsets. Both of them are, are real truth talkers. Mm -hmm. And Amari would say things like, I really regret having taken this job about TPP. I, I, I don't like this. No potato uh, would use a little bit more colorful language, don't you think? Well, no. The, the, one of the main knocks against Ishihara, and the, the opposition brought this up in diet session, was that he was a truth teller about Fukushima Daiichi. Mm -hmm. When he he was censured, well, no, he the the opposition delivered a motion of censure and a no confidence motion in, in the House of Representatives after he said, in response to a question, well, money where, 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 yeah, where where are the nuclear waste dump site's going to be. And he said, well, it's going to be a matter of money, isn't it? Money can solve the, this kind of a problem. Yeah, yeah. And, which is ex absolutely true and something you should never say right. as a politician. Uh, and everybody knocked him for that. 
Well, you know, truth-telling is not a bad thing in my book. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think one of the largest criticisms against him is that he does sometimes say something from the heart or from, I mean, without going through the, the full processor. That's, and, and I have been actually shocked at the level of absolute disrespect that has been shown since mm -hmm. his appointment. Mm -hmm. the, in conversations that I've had with journalists, with with uh, bureaucrats, with all kinds of different people, all of them dumping on him. And I say, boy, has he got a really big, very steep hill to climb right. ahead of him in order to build credibility. Sure. Well, you notice that he completely read his speech into the diet. No, there was not a, one deviation. It is absolutely, completely according to what as a, the bureaucrats have written for him. Mm -hmm. Nobuteru Ishihara, the new minister of fiscal and economic policy, we will be watching him. There will be an awful lot happening with him and within the cabinet over the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned because we will be.